Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox, and tonight we are wrapping up step number 10, Trust. It is integration night, and I am excited to talk all things trust with my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. So glad to be here with you. We are glad you are here, too. And I say we because I am including our number one guest coach, the integration specialist, Trish Marsh. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Trish? Wow, I'm doing great. I'm like so excited. I seem to have a title and everything. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Ooh, integration. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited to be here with you ladies I love being here with you every month And it just um, brings me so much joy To talk about the Realist Living tools And the concepts And to really just um, be able to wrap up each month But also to really, you know Learn what all you've talked about for the month And, you know, build on that whenever I can Or to grow from that So I love it Yes, thank you So as I said, tonight it, or this month, we are talking about step 10, trust. So what does trust mean to you? Is that a question for me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say usually, usually say trust. <laughs> um, well, I was going to actually share a, a short story about this um, because I – I was never trusting growing up. I was never trusting. And, you know, I had been dating different people, and I felt like the one big issue that I had is that I never felt like I could trust them. So I made this commitment to myself, and I was like, the next person I date, I'm going to trust everything that happens in this relationship. And, you know, just to start off the rest of the story by saying that I was dating a lot of not very nice guys, and this next person was no exception. Um, so I jumped into this relationship and, you know, gave it my all and, you know, I believed everything and was like, I was just all in with this relationship and, um, you know, I had doubted a little bit of things and I saw some red flags and my friends said things to me and, you know, I just had like weird gut instincts and things. And I was like, no. I am trusting in this relationship. I'm trusting in this relationship. And, um, you know, a year and some odd months into it, you know, we were at a place where our relationship had accelerated very quickly and, um, and things went horribly wrong. And I was broken (laughs) in a lot, a lot of ways, a lot more ways than, than just my heart. Right. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the interesting thing to me was is that I decided, I, like, committed to myself that I was going to trust this next person, you know, blindly. I blindly made this decision. And, you know, what it what it says to me is a real lesson in trust for me is that, 
you know, I might not have been trusting before, but, you know, there was guidance there trying to steer me in a different direction the whole time I was in this relationship, and I blindly ignored it. And what I felt like was that after I got out of the relationship, it was hard for me to get back to that point where I was actually able to recognize um, and trust anything because I couldn't I, – I had overwritten those little signs of intuition and those little signs of guidance and the words that people said and my gut, how my body responded to stuff, all the little signs you get of intuition and all the little signs you get to give you an indication of, of what's right or what's wrong or, you know, what's, what you can trust or not trust. I had overwritten all those or bypassed them. So it was hard to get those back and it took a lot of practice to start to recognize mm-hmm. those things again. So, you know, I learned a ton of lessons from that because prior to that situation, I hadn't recognized those things either. I just blatantly did not trust people. Trust was something you earned and, you know, I didn't, I wasn't in touch with my intuition. So I did get the blessing of that in this, in, you know, in this relationship where I was wholeheartedly trusting. Um, But, you know, so I got the signs of it and I started to recognize it, but I didn't use it and got, Mm -hmm. got hurt. So, you know, for me, trust is all about paying attention to those signs, paying attention, listening, you know, recognizing that, you know, your body's smart, spirit wants to talk to you. There's so many forces in this world that are, you know, behind you and wanting you to do well, that if you can pay attention and, you know, trust in them and recognize them for what they are and, you know, use that information to make decisions and take steps forward and to, you know, guide you in all these different directions, you will have a much more blessed life. <laughs> so yeah. long story short, there's a lot of lessons. And, you know, trusting is, you know, not always easy. And if you practice it and you learn to recognize the signs and you really learn to pay attention, it can just have a huge benefit to your life. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think seeing our intuition is or can be a very, um, I don't know what the word is, a challenge, especially at first, because there's so many different steps or aspects to it. It's, it's not just trusting it. It's, it's hearing it. It's feeling it. It's knowing the difference between it and fear, and then it's listening, and then it's paying attention, and then it's, you know, following the prompting or what you feel like it's it's trying to get you to do or notice or um, change, right? And as you start, doing the, as you start noticing, those are, you know, those are the little baby steps. And it takes sometimes, especially for me, it took a while. And still sometimes I'm distracted and I'm not paying attention and something happens. And um, I'm like, man, why did I walk into this? And it was because I, you know, I wasn't paying attention. And um, that's just an opportunity to say, okay, 
I gotta, I gotta up my awareness around this again. I gotta practice, you know, be more mindful in this practice again, and you know, start, um, you know, being more conscious of of what my intuition is is wanting me to know. Yep. Carrie, how about for but you? Once you, once you learn this, it's just an amazing experience. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think that one of the, as we've discussed trust this month and talked about it in our, in some of our other communities, it's just uh, I, I have a hard tro- I have a hard time separating trust and faith. Um, I think they're just so closely um, connected that I can trust myself because I have faith in myself. I can trust others because I can have faith in others. I can trust the process and I can trust God. And all, you know, to me, those are the four kind of landscapes for trust in my life. And probably the thing I trusted the least for until I came to fearless living and the work that I've done the past 10 years is that I didn't trust myself. And I think by learning to love and have faith in myself, that really opened the door for me to be able to trust myself. And I probably, because I didn't trust myself, I trusted others more, which like you were just talking about is often, um, I don't know, maybe a more dangerous, I don't know if it's more dangerous, but more um, troublesome sometimes trusting others. Because you have no control over others. I mean, you have control over yourself and your own level of faith and your and and knowing yourself. But others, you can trust others, but you have to trust. Look for you just have to be you know you have to be attentive. Um, and then trusting the process. I don't think I ever trusted the process until I came to fearless living, um, because I I was a control freak and a perfectionist. And well, what processes there you know involved in that, other than disappointment and expectations. And I I had probably my strongest arena of trust was faith in God and trusting trusting God. And yet going back. And doing the work of fearless living, I realized until I learned to trust myself and trust my capacity to have faith in God and trust my intuition, that you, you really couldn't go full circle until until you had that kind of that combination or that that uh, alignment in your life. And then, because I trusted myself and I trusted God, I was it was more I was more um, comfortable trusting a process because I was finally able to see a process that involved trust and faith and courage and vulnerability and all the all of the concepts and, and strategies that I learned in Fearless Living, which made it I could trust others because I wasn't tied to an outcome. And I could see my own innocence and I could see others' innocence. And so Trust started to become more of an internalized, uh, you know, like Rhonda says, in your bones. But, you know, it's kind of an internalized process or or way of being or how you take a faith and show up. It became more natural. And now I, I don't go into situations where I'm fearful 
uh, in meeting new people and maybe trusting a process and and having faith that everything is for my good. It just all kind of works together for me, the whole thing of trust and faith, that alignment of those in myself, in the process, in others, and in God. It just seems like it really is, is beginning to be synchronized and in alignment, which helps me then to get out of my comfort zone and be be more fearless. So that's kind of what I've thought during this month as we as you know we did our I did my Terry talks around trust. We did our our program around trust and and just really focusing on trust. And um, that's kind of where where I came in, in terms of integrating trust in my you know my my realm, my uh, sphere of influence. Yeah, I love that. I When you talked about faith and um, you talked about how trust and faith are similar to you, and I think in, in some ways they're similar to me as well, um, but I, w- I, I wouldn't always be able to use either one in every situation, uh, though one of the ways that I recognized that I did trust myself was when I realized that I did trust my higher power and I couldn't Mm. trust my higher power if I didn't trust myself. And so I used that as my jumping off point of saying, I am capable of trusting myself in this one particular area. So if I can do it here, I can do it in other areas of my life. And that was what gave me the faith to practice trusting myself and that at some point I would get to um, I would get to a place where I trusted myself in other areas of my life. Mhm. Trish, what about you? Um, I definitely see a correlation between faith and trust, but I think, um, you know, I I think for me it plays a part, but it's not it's not always present in every situation for me. Um, just so just as you said, Kelly, it's not one hundred percent interchangeable for me. But I definitely believe there's a true correlation. And, you know, and maybe when I think of it, it's because it's faith in, you know, in spirit or faith in the Lord. Um, you know, I, I never really looked at that. I figured, well, it's not always really like faith in myself. I That trust for me fits better there. Um, but, you know, when I think about it, faith is nice too. <laughs> so, but I, I think <laughs> that... Um, you know, all those different aspects, Terry, that you brought up, you know, trusting, you know, the process and trusting yourself and trusting spirit and, um, you know, even trusting your journey, knowing that this is a journey that life is on. You know, I, I think, you know, kind of going back to what we were saying before is that it's really practice, you know, because I don't, mm-hmm. it's, you know, because for me, um, I typically trust myself now, um, except for, you know, some areas. And, you know, it's it's probably others that I didn't trust as much in the past. And you're right. The more my 
the more I've paid attention to my intuition and kind of built that trust muscle, the more I have, more I haven't had to worry about trusting other people as much because I'm paying attention, mm-hmm. right? I'm paying attention to my intuition, yeah. paying attention yeah. to, you know, whether yeah. I need to control that situation or whatever as much. So I'm not, and I don't need that as much. So I'm able to look, I'm able to go into those relationships with more detachment, which I think allows me to trust myself too, that I don't have to be right in the details of that, that relationship. I can be looking at this like from a higher level, you know? So I think that, you know, using building that trust muscle, I think it's just so important and understanding, you know, when you're in a situation where there isn't trust or where you have concerns, you know, how does that show up in your body? Like, how does it, you know, how do you know? And I, I think really discerning, you know, how you know when you're in a situation that you cannot trust something that's happening is really important. You know, and then, yeah, you, know, I'm I'm areas, you know, when I have areas in my life where I'm not trusting, like, you know, I mean, we've kind of named like four or five different areas, you know. Um, if there's an area that isn't as good, like, what can I do to start to practice trusting in that area or recognize what's why I'm not trusting or what there isn't, you know, what, what the issue is where there's no trust and trying to look at different ways to build that up and maybe increase the level of trust in those areas. I think that's kind of important for me because I, there's so much going on in life. It's, you know, if you have to worry about every little single thing that's happening and you, you have no areas of trust in your life, I mean, I, I feel like that is so stressful <laughs> and anxiety-ridden, and there's just so much fear around that, that the more you can build trust and the more you can count on yourself and the process and spirit and, you know, relationships and, you know, have that trust muscle be really strong, the more peaceful your life is going to be, the more more harmony you're going to have. Um, and the more you're just going to feel like you can walk in this world more securely. I guess maybe that's safety yeah. for me. Yeah. So I, I think trying to build that trust muscle a little bit in those areas where you feel like it's, you know, not strong is maybe a good step. I, I need to think about that a little bit more. So that's a good good ne- next step for me, that's for sure. Yeah, I love that. Terry, what were you going to say? Oh, I probably forgot. <laughs> 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 It would have been a really tough thing for saying, and I, I don't remember now what I was going to say. <laughs> but she says something well, that perked me up, and I forgot. It's okay. <laughs> well, maybe um, you'll think of it and bring it back in. Yeah. yeah. I had a session I had a session with a client today, and we were talking about trust, and uh, they were they were they said that there was an area in their life where they were lacking trust. And as we talked about it and as we, you know, broke it down and, and got clear, it was actually something completely different that they were um, doubting or had less trust around. And they actually were trusting themselves in the original situation. Um, And so that clarity really supported them in um, in focusing on the area where they were really lacking the trust. And then when we broke down that that area and 
Um, we talked about different steps that they could take to to build their trust in that area. They actually realized that they had all of these things set up to support them in that area already, but they hadn't remembered because they were focusing on the fear aspect of it. They were focusing on the doubt and, you know, the, the limiting beliefs and completely forgot that they had all of these support systems in place for them to be successful. And so it was a really awesome session. Um, and um, when we first started talking about it, their confidence level around the situation was like a 6.5. And then um, at the end of the conversation or the session, it was an 8.5. So it jumped like two points and nothing changed. Their perception of the situation changed. And I just thought that that was really, um, that it was really cool. Like when we, when we can realize where we are trusting ourselves, where we are, um, you know, setting ourselves up to be successful, we're taking those steps to support ourselves, to trust ourselves, right? Um, yep. Really amazing things can happen. And like our perception can shift. And we can see a situation where we were completely doubting our abilities uh, shift into a place of, I got this. And that's what yeah, trust that's awesome. can do. Yeah, that's what trust can do. And I okay. think it's really important that you're, like, consciously making a decision about trust, right? And not, like, blindly, like, when I was, making my decision, you know, about that relationship, I, you know, just jumped in because I was, I was tired of not trusting anybody. Right. And I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the support. I didn't have, you know, I kind of went into that just as, you know, making a decision without having any basis for making that decision. Right. And, you know, it wasn't mindful at all. So I love that, you know, you're working with your client and, you know, she has, you know, it was really just fear that was keeping her from seeing that she had all these things already set up to support her to trust. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And with your situation, you were trusting him more than you were trusting yourself. And I think that yeah. that that's when we get ourselves in trouble. When we, for me, I know I I always trusted that the other person knew better and the other person doesn't always know better. A lot of the time you know better, you know what you need, you know what a situation needs. You have all the answers that you need within yourself. And if you can trust yourself, then you can trust those answers. Yep, I yep, agree with so that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I think that 
that's what can kind of get us in trouble when we when we think that other people know better. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I did have a level of I was just going to trust that the right things were going to happen. So I was blindly, you know, trusting that the universe was going to just ha- make things good. And, you know, I kind of made that commitment right before I even jumped into a relationship with somebody. So <laughs> it was yeah. like I was playing I was playing a loaded deck, <laughs> loaded yeah, in my face, right? Russian so, roulette. But I, yes, yes. So, and, you know, my track record of relationships had not been positive. So, you know, or had not been right, I guess, at that point. So, you know, expecting that, oh, that next person, it was almost like I had sent the intent, the, uh, shoot, affirmation out there, like, to bring me a great guy, and I was waiting for the universe to do that, and I was just kind of making, I was building a storybook romance is what I guess I was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were lots of yeah. interesting mm-hmm. factors happening there, but all of them were, you know, not based in a mindful way of, of you know, working on trust. So. Yeah, sure. And so I don't see I that anymore. It's always a wonderful thing when we can learn uh, something from the things that we do. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yes. And I know, I mean, there's been relationships where I've been in that they they almost purposely try to get me to doubt myself and doubt my intuition and doubt those feelings that I was getting. Well, there's a name for that, you know, Kelly. That's what? called gaslighting. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. And, and so... Yeah, so it's it's trusting yourself enough to say, no, what I'm feeling is true, and maybe it's not true for you, but it's true for me, and um, and really having that conversation, you know, with someone and standing your ground, and those are things that I practice now. Um, because I learned from my uh, choices as well, Trish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, and what a blessing um, that we and, can learn from our choices. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I think trusting, I know, trusting myself is going to be a lifelong practice. Um, and that's another thing talking about tools before we completely run out of time, which we almost have. Um, Acknowledgement is the most useful tool that I use to um, myself. I acknowledge myself when I trust myself, and that tends to, when I do it consistently, it supports me in believing that I am capable and letting go of the lie that I'm not. So I use acknowledgments every day. Nice. That's great. Mm-hmm. I, I think from my perspective, the, um, I don't know whether I have a specific fly tool that I use, but I definitely, I definitely spend time asking myself questions about situations and 
waiting for the answer or, you know, paying attention and seeing how the answer comes to me. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely been using that to build my trust muscle. I also use muscle testing. And for anybody out in the audience who's interested in that, you can go out to YouTube and you can look up muscle testing um, to help me just pay attention to what's good for me and what's good for my body. And it's just another way of connecting with your intuition um, is to practice muscle testing. So those are the two things that I do the most um, to continue to build up my intuition and, you know, build my trust. Yeah. I love that, Trish. If you would go actually and um, like if you have a, a favorite YouTube video and share that in the group, um, get fearless with get get fearless at any age with fearless generation um, and post it um, so that um, so that the listeners can find it there easily. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. So, Trish, thank you so much for being with us here tonight and always being our go-to inter- integration girl. We, um, I love being here. <laughs> we appreciate you so much. Yeah, I we do, for sure. And I, I like being able to connect with you ladies at least once a month. It's awesome. <laughs> yes. Uh, we want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to learn more about Rhonda and the Institute, please go to fearlessliving.org. And if you want to know more about Terry and I, please check us out on Facebook, um, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And our website is fearlessgenerations.org. We thank you for being here with us each week. Until next week, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Be fearless. Good night.